Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is episode 24 of The Sane Show, the show about nothing and everything. I got another good friend with me. We were just talking about how we basically known each other for over a decade. I say we grew <laughs> up together pretty much. And I'm I'm super excited for you guys for to, to hear some of the great things that are going to come out of this recording. I got Ashley Sharpay Chestnut with me. Today. Hey guys. Did I did yeah. I pronounce your middle name correctly? You totally pronounced my name wrong, but it's fine. It's fine. Oh it's sharp. Goodness. It's sharp, but it's fine. It's sharp. fine. Okay. Fine. You've known me for 13 years and you don't know how to pronounce my name. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, how how are you doing today? Listen, I'm doing great. Uh, New York is finally getting a hint of spring outside, so great. I'm not completely bundled up outside. It's great. Good, good, good. I'm 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 glad to hear that. I am I'm actually ready to get back up there. So I I know I think it was last year actually I was up there. Actually, we 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 got a chance to hang out. Yeah. Uh, took me to Sylvia's, and since I've been back, I've been talking about that. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's great. Yeah, when I, I tell people, I'm like, if, if somebody's talking about going to New York, hey, go to Sylvia's. It's in Harlem. Great restaurant, great food. It's like it's like uh, being back at home. You know, it's one of the closest things to home when you're up there. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> and there's also some so, other places too. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. I, many other places i that's why I, like i'm excited to get back up there you know definitely got to tell you know show me some more uh great <laughs> eats because i mean anybody that knows me knows i like to eat and i'm we always know, open know. <laughs> 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 new things okay so let's let's go ahead and hop into it sure. today we're going to discuss um making it as an actor we're also going to talk about I wrote it down as the new generation of actors, but really, you know, talking about uh, the the younger generation, primarily millennials, taking stepping up and taking the helm in film, television, theater, Broadway, all you know, across the board, really. And then, of course, we always have our trending topic that we're going to uh, dis- discuss, and we'll reveal that later. And then, followed by that, we're going to have our interview with Ashley, so that the listeners can get to learn a little bit about you your journey, what you got going on and everything related to that. So let's go ahead and hop right into it. So making it as yeah. an actor, again, um, you, knowing you and watching your journey and I, you're one of those people I look at, you know, again, like I could tell a lot of other people I have on here, I'm a fan of yours. And thank you for any, yeah, yeah. For anybody that's uh, listening <laughs> that, and that doesn't uh, know Ashley, like she's, she's a, she's a really cool person, dope, uh, hard worker, super down to earth. And, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, watching you, it, you know, definitely has inspired me, especially, you know, I remember, you know, you finishing school, you going to New York and, you know, you just, you, you, you pounded the pavement. And for me watching, uh, you have the, the level of success that you're having and, you know, trending upward in the, in the right direction is, is just very impressive. So, you know, as far as you know, what you do, give me, give me and the listeners of a little bit of insight as to, I guess, what what does it take in general for anybody looking to uh, get into this field to get to where you are and beyond? Yeah, um, honestly, it's it's staying dedicated and disciplined, uh, especially mm-hmm. when you're not working. 
and mm -hmm. still finding ways to stay creative without waiting for that call or the next audition. And for me, um, I guess now that I'm, you know, adjusted in the city, it's either taking dances at Alvin Ailey or trying these new workout programs in the city or, you know, honestly, just staying social and networking with people in the industry and mm -hmm. outside of the industry. And right. recently I've been writing roles for myself that I want to see and just making okay. time for fun. Um, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, you know, that's, that's so important to, you know, like making time for fun and still, you know, being able to enjoy your life. Cause you know, I can even tell you on, on my side of things, being as busy as I am with, with this podcast and, you know, things only, things have only been uh, speeding up, which is good. But at the same mm -hmm. time, like, you know, again, it's always important to uh, have that balance. So I, I definitely agree with you on that one. So I guess when you, you, you were talking about meeting people. Yeah. I guess, you know, one of the things to, I, you know, I always think about it, you know, let's talk about as far as meeting people, of course, you have like your general networking events and at least like when you talk about general business and, but then in the world that we live in today and every, a lot of people being digital and as far as, you know, social media and whatnot, it seems like it's, it, it may be harder to come across the right people, but, and then when you talk about entertainment, it might be a little bit more complicated, you know, because it's like yeah. a lot, of, there's a lot of people out there. I, I like to call them uh, like gems, you know, a lot, a lot of gems. Hidden gems out here, but, but you have to, <laughs> you have to really search far and wide, you know, or, you know, bump into the right person, maybe ask the right questions. And then they, yeah. then they might be able to say, well, I actually know somebody, let me get you in touch with them. You know what I mean? So I guess, yeah. What what advice would you uh, give somebody that is you know looking to try to get in touch with the right people? Like where like where would anybody go? It's so or, funny. Uh, go ahead. I'm still actually learning how to do this, and uh, yeah. <laughs> because I guess my first time moving to New York, like I didn't have an mm -hmm. agent, which I'll get to that story later at the end. But like me trying to get in contact with these casting directors, directors, producers, anyone. Like I was literally sending out my headshot and resume in the mail almost every day to like different offices. But that wasn't working. Like I got I got a hit back from like right. some spam thing. But uh <laughs> I heard about, you know, this place here is called One on One. Um mm -hmm. Brittany Polk actually, who's a UNCG alum. Uh, told okay. me about this place where actors can get to know or can actually have these one-on-one -on -one sessions with these casting directors, agents, managers. It's like the place for you to beat out the middleman and come into contact directly with these people. And oh. I found that to be successful for me. And that's actually one of the avenues I got to booking my first job. And I feel like, yes, in this era of social media, you can DM people, but how many times are they going to respond to you back? Especially when there's like a thousand other people mm -hmm. DMing them, probably asking the same questions. So right. I found for me, um, these workshops that they host, uh, cause it's not impossible to talk to these people. And yes, I have reached mm -hmm. out to some people via social media and they have responded, but I feel like these avenues, uh, especially in the city in New York, they, it's, it's possible to talk to these creatives in, in these different fields. Mm -hmm. 
Definitely. Would you say being in New York? Because uh, I, you know, I uh, one of the conversations I always go back to is when you know, I tell people about having uh, spoke to um, Beyonce's uh, agent at Creative Artists, mm-hmm. and you know, one of the things he told me, he's like, I, you know, I told him about me booking concerts and things like that, and mm-hmm. you know, he's he he com- he commended me for uh, you know doing it and not being in one of the three major markets, you know, LA, New York, or uh, Atlanta. And he didn't say, you know, that, there's a reason that people go there. Yeah. And based on your experience, you know, having been in New York, would you say, or would you go to say that there's definitely, cause I, you know, I don't want to say that, you know, there's not a chance in other markets, but it's, it's definitely going to take a lot more work. So being in New York, uh, it, it, and it still takes work. I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't, but would you say sure. that there's a there's a higher probability that you you come across the right people? Uh, yes, a thousand percent, yes. Because um, <laughs> uh, I I actually right before I graduated from college, my mom and I flew out to um, L.A. because I was telling my mom like TV and film is is where I wanted to be, and I know like L.A.'s the hub, so uh, mm-hmm. we flew out and met with. Chris Chalk, I'm just name, name dropping. <laughs> Chris Chalk, another yeah. UNCG alum, uh, who's actually become okay. like my mentor. I Great. flew out, met with him, and tried to get an understanding of the industry out there and the hustle mm-hmm. of what it what it takes out in LA. And what I got from mm-hmm. that is uh, LA is a little bit harder uh, for some people, and that because you, I guess you're driving in everywhere and you're kind of alone, and you have to make more of an effort to get out and talk to people. Versus mm-hmm. New York, when I got here, I found that I'm always in contact with people, whether it's on the subway, walking down the street, like there's always people around. Mm-hmm. And I I just really feel like New York specifically for me and my journey has been, I guess, monumental, uh, mm-hmm. so to speak. And I always, I think there was, I forgot where I heard this, but they always say it's easier to break into the industry in New York than L.A., and for mm-hmm. me, uh, that's definitely been the case. So, yeah, I feel like, granted, right. I mean, I know other people have, like Atlanta too. Like I have friends who are killing it in Atlanta. So I don't want to go so far to say that you can't make it if you are right. in Atlanta or, or not in these, you know, these mainstream areas. But I will say it is a lot easier to get into the casting offices or the right, right rooms to right. meet people if you are in right. these major cities. Right. Especially, you know, one of, I, I, I don't know whose website I was on. I think it was, um, William Morris, actually, I was on their website and, you know, I'm looking at where they have offices or hubs and, you know, it's like, you see these really the big markets, you know, where, mm-hmm. where the, where their hubs are. So definitely like they have locations there, you know, this, Obviously, there's something there uh, for yeah. them to want to be there. So definitely, I agree. That was, that was great stuff. We'll, we're definitely going to um, you know dive deep, dive more into that in the interview portion of this. So let's go ahead and get to our trending topic. The trending topic is brought to you by E News. A lot of people are familiar with this one, Law and Order, Law and Order SVU specifically, SVU? Special Victims Unit, <laughs> makes TV <laughs> history with twenty. Uh, season 21 renewal and right here it says 
Uh, it's the longest running primetime live action series in TV history, which I didn't even know until, of course, yep. they announced it. And that's a big that's that's a really big deal. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you ever binge watch uh, SVU on like Sunday <laughs> afternoon? <laughs> it's so funny. I only binge watch it when I go to like friends house houses yeah. <laughs> and they have it just like nonstop. So yeah, yes, yeah. I think everybody. I have not met a person who has who hasn't seen Law and Order SVU specifically. Right. Yeah. It is a. It is. It's a. It's a really. It's a really interesting show, and and at the same time, I think it really Law Law and Order the the franchise in general. I think really helped set the stage for a lot of these crime dramas that we mm-hmm. we see now, like uh, one one of my favorites. It's no longer airing, but uh, Major Crimes loved it. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, I know it's uh, they were like part of the uh, Major Crimes division of LAPD and all the other shows. You know how to? Uh, no, no, no. Um, oh man, uh, Carrie Washington. What's the show? Um, Scandal. Yeah, like just shows, just shows like that in general. Like it really helped. I guess inspire or whatever, and and, and I'm gonna I want to give you know credit to Dick Wolf as well because you know yeah. having the career that he's had and not and not just ending it with Law and Order because he has I know another thousands show that, of um, projects okay right thousands one of my <laughs> favorites is uh, uh, Chicago Fire love that show <laughs> yeah um have you have you seen Chicago it Chicago Fire uh, Chicago PD yeah they're yeah like, Chicago they're literally Man. on every prime time yeah. Everything. Right. I, I'm not going to lie. I geeked out a little bit. I was uh, looking into SVU and um, and specifically uh, Mariska uh, Haggerte and saw that uh, SVU actually has crossovers with um, crossover episodes with Chicago Fire and Chicago PD, which I oh. thought was super cool. Right. I'm like, because, you know, they're produced by the same guy. And I'm like, that's I love crossovers, especially when they work well together and they're also under i guess you could say the same production house so i thought it was pretty cool yeah you're getting great ratings right exactly because it's like you you know you see that one that one person make a guest appearance and you're like oh snap i have to make sure i watch dvr it yeah (laughs) yeah 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 but but you know like we were kind of talking about before the recording i i thought it was uh really i thought it was really great to see how uh, Mariska has really taken owned it on not owned her role and really stepped in uh I guess you know really become the face of the of the of the of the SVU series um especially you know having the series having lost uh, I cannot think of the guy's name he played uh Elliot her uh side I guess her um partner detective oh on the show earlier yeah. on yeah and you know him having lost him you know really gave her the opportunity to take and step up because you know sometimes you lose especially like I, you know, Elliot one of my favorite characters in SVU and it, you know when I found out he wasn't going to be a part of it anymore it kind of bummed me out mm-hmm. but I, at the same time I think it's a, it's great when you have an an actress like her that can still take you know take it on and you know almost put the show on her back because i i feel that had they if they lose her 
like the show would be in some deep water because you know she's she's now that main person you know and like she for her to continue carrying it on and the show to still have the success that it's having like because at a point you know it's like I got over Elliot no longer being on the show because they brought in some other great actors and also some other great characters that made you know, that made the show just as interesting as it was when they had him. Uh, I guess you got any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I just love that she's a woman leading a series, mm -hmm. and this history that's right. being made is partly, yeah. well, mainly because of her, you know, mm -hmm. holding this show and the fact that right. there are people still invested in watching every mm -hmm. week and there right. are news stories i guess what's interesting for me like as an actor is just seeing them i guess the writer's room always finding different pieces to keep us invested right. and to yeah. keep us wanting more but are also rooted in real life and real world events mm -hmm. yeah that's that's that is very true i and that's one of the things I love about SVU is how they are able to take some of these actual events and, you know, put it into a script. Um, and the, the, and, and it's, it's interesting the way that they do it too, because it, it may not be, it's like, they're not saying, Hey, we're using this, but as you watch, you pay attention. You're like, Oh, okay. I see what they're doing. Something like this just happened recently or, you know, a few years ago right. or whatever. And they, they took in. So, and I like the way they go about it because it's, they're not taking and what do you call it? Uh, they're not, uh, oh man, I just, the word was in my mind. Um, <laughs> I guess like, um, I guess, you know, taking complete advantage of, I guess, whatever the situation may be. And for, you know, just for the for the sake of uh, ratings and profit kind yeah. of thing, whereas like, no, they they treat it with care and, you know, they make they really try to help make people think about that situation as if they they had, uh, I guess you would say, um, you know, a firsthand look at it and say, you know, this is this is the stuff that goes on. These are the things you need to like to really think about it rather than saying, you know, right or wrong or, you know, without knowing the facts or even what goes into that kind of stuff. Uh, and, and I also agree with you on a part about uh, Mariska, you know, her being a female lead, especially in this day and age. Um, I, I I couldn't think of really a better time for something like this to be happening and for her to be in the position that she's in, because I feel all that does is give her and the series more momentum to continue yeah. moving forward. Because that was one and of the for things other too, shows and, too. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I said, definitely. And for other shoes, yeah, other shows. Yeah, because um, it, it made me think of like major crimes. I, I cannot think of the lady's name, but she, you know, again, female lead. Uh, it was the same thing with. It was another the major crime. Major crimes was a spinoff of the closer. You know, again, so because oh it, it, the closer, yeah, right, yeah. So there's because there are a lot of great shows with female leads, and. Honestly, I, I, I tell people, like, it, I think it's really cool when you have a strong female lead. It just speaks volumes to me. And not only, you know, not because it's, uh, it's something different and it's new, but it, I think it, 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 it shows, you know, just having women represented in that light, I think does well for the culture at the end yeah. of the day. So I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, and I'm 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 so glad that wow, 21 years, two decades. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time. Um, 
It is. It is. And, uh, you know, they said that they're showing no signs of slowing down. There hasn't been any kind of indication of, you know, this being the final season. So that's that's great to hear, because, I mean, I don't I don't see any any signs of slowing down anytime soon either, because, I mean, everybody, again, loves SVU. And <laughs> and if people, yeah. as long as people are binge watching older episodes, why not? keep you know why not keep filming it so but that was our trending topic brought to you by e-news again everybody knows where to find e-news you know social media television uh network again law and order svu uh definitely a great article great read um even has some pictures you know showing this, uh, mariska through um her time on the show so you know definitely go check it out everybody all right so the next topic new generation of actors and mm-hmm. again, just, you know, like I was mentioning to you prior to the recording, you know, just a really not a new generation because there's a, there's actors being introduced every day, but really my mindset on this was just about the, the new wave of actors. And I would even put you apart in, in into that too, because again, you doing what you're doing now, like you're, you're part of this way, people getting on the stage and people in film and television, you know, taking and, you know, taking the helm because just like everything else in the world, it comes a time that those who have been doing it forever move on to something else, whether, you know, they retire or, you know, they, uh, they, they go, you know, a lot of them, we see a lot of, we're seeing a lot more people, you know, take and go behind the camera. You know, writing scripts, yeah. uh, producing, producing directing. directing, right, and you know, taking in this. And the, I mean, the great thing about that is it allows for young actors and actresses like yourself to, uh, you know, give you guys opportunities to, you know, step up and again take the helm and take us into what I was, I guess, the, the next generation of entertainment. Uh, your thoughts on all of this? Uh, honestly, I'm excited. I, I love this new millennial and uh, Generation Z, I guess, the newcomers. Yeah, I love Gen Z. what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I mm-hmm. love it because, and I think uh, Marcy Martin, uh, she plays the younger daughter on Blackish, and she okay, has yeah, that yeah. movie Little coming out. I think she is a perfect example of this new generation of us coming into Hollywood and making ourselves and our voices heard. Mm-hmm. I think she made history as being the youngest executive producer ever oh, in Hollywood. Right. And so yeah. I'm excited and, and her being black too, I, I guess, you know, our mar- marginalized voices and it's, yeah. and I, I think this also goes into Jordan Peele's success and about all yeah. these new stories with black leads. And it's, us saying that we're here we're profitable and breaking down these myths and stereotypes that we don't make money and that we don't go to uh, go out and support these films and so i i love and i'm super excited to see where where we go from here and Mm -hmm. also the fact that you know these new voices that we haven't seen uh and representation in all aspects i mean from crazy rich Mm -hmm. asians you know, the right. fact that there hasn't been an Asian lead, what, I forgot, they said like 30 years or something in the mainstream, which wow. is ridiculous. And I, wow. we long for these stories. I was actually talking to a friend the other day mm-hmm. about 
we were talking about the old timey, like 1920s era. And like, we, we hear about the Harlem Renaissance or we hear about the mm-hmm. mobsters, but we were talking about, we were like, what were Asians up to in America during this time period? Like, that's a story that right. I want to see. And so right. the fact that these voices and these new actors and writers are giving the opportunity to create these projects. I'm, I'm so excited and thrilled mm-hmm. to watch and support these new works. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Same here. And, you know, one of the things I, I think about too is the, the power of the internet. I think one of the great things, because um, I guess, you know, in, in, in previous conversations on this show, you know, with my music guests more so, you know, we talk about how the internet has removed a lot of barriers for people to get in and showcase their talent. And, you know, we looked at the pros and the cons, but on the, on the, I mean, one of the biggest pros is again, the the elimination of those barriers and people of all, of all nationalities, ages in anywhere in the world can get on there and show their and show their talent because one of the things i love seeing too is how we can um you know we can take these these uh internet these people that become internet sensations and then next you know we see them on you know somebody's television show or in somebody's movie and you know for me that that makes me very happy to see because i don't want to say they i guess i guess when you say people don't have to do the traditional way anymore like pretty much almost you can however you can make it happen if you can get it out there and you can get it in front of the right people yeah. then you know it's like boom like i i guess one i'd say my uh my favorite example would be uh ha ha davis i guess mr big fella <laughs> they call uh-huh. him he's a you know he's a big instagram comedian and i i just remember 2019 has been a big year for him and you know he's posted pictures on the set of bad boy three and was t- recently talking to Jay-Z. And so it's like that kind of stuff, like people building, you know, building themselves that way and you know, getting uh, opportunities. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of exciting. It's a lot of, ex- it's, it's a lot of exciting stuff going on. I guess of the new generation, aside from yourself, who's one of your favorite people to watch? Ooh. Oh man. I don't know. Like, honestly, when I tell you, I'm so supportive of honestly, all of these new people. Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't think of one in particular. Uh, but I can go back to Marseille Martin. I love her. (laughs) And I love, no, that's great. I mean, I love Yara Shahidi. I think, Mm -hmm. well, I love her. Yeah. She is a great actor. Like I love her on her shows, but like, Mm -hmm. I love, how politically active she is. And I love how this is it. I love the activism of this new generation. I love how we're not quiet. We're not complacent. We're with what we have and where we are. It's like, we're voicing what we need and what we need to see. And I love how pretty much, I'm not going to say all, but a lot of us are very vocal about what we need and what we want. Right. And right. that's how we're starting to see change in the industry and in the world, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. And, you know, it's funny you say that because one of the people I think of when I, when I, uh, we talk about people not being silent, silent, um, Lupita Nyong'o, like, I think she is oh, a yeah. great example of like she, and it, it, it 
it reflects in her style as well and how she you know how she how she uh carries herself and you know expressing like it, and i just love it you know just love it because you know i met her it, once and really? i completely agree yes when i tell you this woman is so graceful mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so like i like i was trying to hold it together uh but she very poised very intelligent very adjectives okay she is everything yeah oh my goodness uh that 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 would be somebody yeah she's one of the people i would i would love to meet man i'm low-key jealous right now <laughs> lupita you everybody loves lupita yeah oh man another one of my favorites i would say michael b jordan um just mm-hmm. love I, I think my well no i saw him in that film when he was little keanu the baseball Reeves, movie? but the baseball movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what is it called? Uh, but, oh, you know, God. I, yeah. <laughs> it's a classic. I'm pretty sure everybody knows what we're talking about, though. But he didn't have much of a role in that. But to, to see that he was hardball in that movie. Hardball, yes. To yeah. see him come from hardball to what he's doing now. I think um, the second movie I saw him in was Fruitville Station. Uh, one of my oh, one of man. my favorites. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and that's definitely a must, a must watch. You know, very insightful and eye opening. And then after that, I think Creed, great, phenomenal film. Um, Ooh, and then of course, I love Rocky. <laughs> and I then of love, course, Black I grew Panther. up with those movies. Yeah, yes. for sure. Yeah, Marvel. Oh yeah, that was oh man, that was yeah. Uh, he did a he did a solid job, and you know, you know. I haven't loved a villain that much since the Joker and <laughs> um, Dark Knight, was it? Yeah. Yeah. The Joker in that movie said so many. It was like, it's like he's the bad guy, but the good guy too. You know, or a bad guy with good intentions. I think uh, that's what makes go a ahead. good villain is the fact that they think the villains think that they're doing the right thing morally. Right. And then us on the outside are like, no, you're the villain. And they're like, no, I'm the good guy. Like Batman's right. the bad guy. You know, I think it's so interesting when that perspective is very clear and it's mm-hmm. not making the villain think that they're doing bad things, which there are villains who know that they're doing bad things. But right. what's interesting is them actually thinking that they're helping people by what they're doing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Let me ask you this question here. Do you, would you, would you say Thanos would be on that would list? I what? Would you think Thanos? Thanos? From, um, oh my God! Wh- from Avengers. <laughs> um, after he threw his own daughter to the pit of the abyss, <laughs> just for some bling on his hand, get out of here! But I do feel like, I mean, I understand. Yes, I mean, environmentally, I get it. There's not going to be enough food for everybody. Like, I understand what he was talking about, but no, he's still a villain. Yeah, I, I think he's he still, did it in such evil. a disrespectful way. Like it was like, dude, you you pushing the envelope here. <laughs> the way he did the Hulk in <laughs> dirty, and like right, so dirty. <laughs> Bringing uh, what's the guy? Oh my goodness, the guy he brought vision. You know when um yeah, the way he brought him back just like, just what? to kill him. Oh my god, <laughs> terrible. The terrible. disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I just want, I, I wanted to do that one for, for giggles. So, <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, I want to go ahead and jump into, um, you know, the interview. Ask you some, some questions. You know, let the audience get to learn about you, and you know, again, yeah. what you do and some of the things you have going on. So, I, I already know a good portion of this, but please share with everyone what, I guess, your journey. I don't know. You go back as far as you want to go, but what what inspired you, and you know a little bit about your journey to where you are now. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I guess the acting portion. My mom tells us all the time. She goes that when I was three years old, I was watching Barney and Friends, and I told her that mm-hmm. I wanted to be inside the TV, and so. <laughs> That was like the first hint that I wanted to become an actor. And so, you know, as a parent does, they, or do, they send you out to gymnastic classes, karate classes, just to find and have an outlet for their kids or to see what they're interested in. But I always kept coming back to acting class and, and really loved it. And so I, I honestly been taking classes ever since I was little. And when I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, where I met you, uh, we went to Northwest School of the Arts and that I majored in theater and, and had a minor in dance. And so that was really an opportunity for me to really take acting seriously and to focus on my craft and which initially, I mean, I guess transitioned me to college and majoring in theater as well. And then from there, uh, really getting the history of theater why we do what we do, the different techniques and the way we can do it. I really found another level and appreciation for for acting. And then mm-hmm. I guess going into the actual career side of it, I um, like I said earlier, I went out to L.A. because I had the vision that I'd be moving to L.A. Uh, and I met with Chris Chalk and he mm-hmm. gave me the rundown. And then at the end of the year in college, we have a showcase where mm-hmm. we fly up to New York City and perform for casting directors, agents, managers, a whole slew of people, and to hopefully get interest. And so while I was there, like I had a goal. I was like, I'm going to meet with, I'm going to get six bites back. I, I want six people to meet with. And I met that goal and I met with different agents. So the whole gist of meeting with them was like, they told me, uh, we're, we're really interested in you. Uh, just call us when you officially move to the city. And so I, I told my mom after that, that, you know, I have, I had a lot of interest in New York and I think New York might be the place for me to move. And mm-hmm. she said, okay. Uh, I think, I mean, that's amazing. Just having the support of my mom, honestly, yeah. the fact mm-hmm. that I'm an actor making it out here versus like something steady, steady, you mm-hmm. know, I could be a doctor or something else with the fact that she's just so supportive. Just wanted to get a quick that's shout great. out to my mom. Yes, and, um, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and honestly, when I moved up here, I only had two grand to my name, which is a lot of money <laughs> to some, but to, it's so expensive up here. Right. And yeah, so we I talk about cost mom, of living and everything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so I told my mom, I was like, Mom, listen, I need you to help me out with my rent. I said, just give me six months, six months, and I'm going to book something big. And she said, okay, I trust you. And so I moved up here. So the agent interest that I had during showcase, I was emailing and emailing and calling them back 
I literally heard nothing. It was crickets. So I was so scared because I, I felt kind of at first that I made the wrong decision to move to New York versus LA. But I think that's when that hustler side of me kicked in. And I was like, okay, it's time to hustle. I, I, I have to go out and meet people and do what I need to do. And um, like I mentioned, Brittany Polk earlier introduced me to one-on-one. And she, I, I'm so thankful to her for letting me know that because I did this thing called the Bridge Program. And it's, it's like a three-and-a-half-week workshop where you meet with 28 people in the industry, casting directors, managers, mm-hmm. and agents, both commercially and on the, on the legit side. And these were the people that I had been sending my headshot and resume to and hearing nothing back from. So I, I thought the opportunity was perfect to actually talk to these people. And so that's actually how I booked my first job. I met with one of the casting directors and she ended up calling me in for my first Broadway job. And so mm-hmm. I, I always think it's interesting that Broadway is the first thing that I booked in the city, considering how I was so yeah. adamant about TV and film. And just going yeah. with the flow and the universe, like opening up its perspective for me and realizing that TV right. and film is great, but there's also a whole nother love and great work that I could be doing on, on stage. So yeah, so I booked that, but I didn't have an agent at the time. And so the casting directors on that project were so gracious enough to help me meet with another agent to finally get representation because I was telling them, look, I, I want to keep booking work because rehearsals don't start for another five months and I want to keep making money and getting my name out there. And so I booked Gotham, a spot on Gotham and the mysteries of Laura on NBC. And so, well, Gotham was on Fox, but uh, yeah. So then I kept working. And then uh, after the crucible, the Broadway show that I booked uh, closed, I booked a recurring role on uh, Homeland. And so that was a whole nother ordeal because it wasn't just like a guest spot on a TV show. It was like, oh, my character kind of has an arc on this. This is <laughs> this is interesting. This is another level. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I've only been in New York for three and a half years. So the amount of progress that I've made so far, people keep saying that my story and, and that I'm an anomaly. I think it's so interesting because of the jump start that I've had and the way I've obtained success. And after Homeland, I went back to Broadway and I understudied for Condola Rashad, Felicia Rashad's daughter in A Doll's House Part 2, which is also another amazing thing because it was a very intimate cast. Uh, It was only eight of us total, including the understudies. So just really being able to watch and interact with these people on stage. I mean, The Crucible was amazing. I mean, that was my Broadway debut and actually had lines and was on stage a lot of the time, but it was just so interesting and seeing a different story being told. And, you know, a doll's house is kind of what you read in college or, or even high school uh, as one of the staples of, you know, Henrik, Henrik Ibsen. I, I just, I just really loved the sequel. Well, not necessarily the sequel, but I just loved the part two of that. And then Mm -hmm. after I booked that, I booked a guest star on the good fight Um, and then the next thing that I booked was a series regular role on this Amazon pilot that I shot, uh, Amazon studios pilot. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's kind of like my three and a half years in New York city. Wow. Story. (laughs) Wow. Uh, you know, it it never gets old, you know, hearing that (laughs) and 
it's exciting every time, especially, of course, the more, you know, the the more I hear it and the more you do, you know, you add to it, 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 it's, it's, it's like, it's just like those stories you hear with the, with the, the big and famous now, like with their, their journey of how they got where they are today. So let me ask you this question here, because, mm-hmm. you know, I've been telling people this lately, you know, with this podcast, you know, it's like, it felt like a hobby <laughs> and yeah. now it feels like running a business because there's so many, you know, the more I do it, the more involved, uh, I guess I become with it, of course. And, you know, from promoting, distributing, and now, you know, landing bigger guests, mm-hmm. I guess, did you kind of experience that same thing with what you're doing as far as like, okay, this is getting, this is for real now. Like this is, this isn't, this doesn't feel like, uh, I guess, play play anymore, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it's so funny you say that because I I was talking to my mom recently. Well, I talk to my mom all the time, but we were talking Mm -hmm. about like where I am in my career right now. And she was like, Ashley, you're making so much progress and you're, and you're doing it very quickly. And she was like, I don't think you realize what you're doing. And so like I had to sit back and I was like, oh, wow. I I booked this, I've done this, I've met these people. And it kind of does feel surreal. It doesn't, like, I actually had to sit back and and actually think about it because I'm so in it. I think also because I'm just, I've been so career driven this whole time in New York City, Um, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm here. But I've been so focused on booking and making a name for myself, meeting meeting the right people, making sure they know who Mm -hmm. I am. But, right, uh, right. Going back, I just wanted to hint something real quickly. When you said the hobbies thing, it made me think of this quote. I always see it on Instagram. It's like, find three hobbies, one to make you money, one to keep you in shape, and one to keep you creative. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to harness, I guess, different activities to fulfill these because I don't, I didn't think I had, I mean, I have ways to keep me creative. I mean, through acting, right. but also acting also makes me money. And right. when I'm in shape, depending on the role, you know, I'm either running on TV or whatever, whatever, what have you. But I had mm-hmm. to really think about my hobbies and what I'm doing to fulfill myself in all aspects and not just career wise. Wow, man. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Did I answer your question? I'm sorry. <laughs> you did. No, you did. Oh, you okay. did. You did. I, I, I said, oh, gosh, because I. I I hate these moments when I have a, a question ready to fire off and then like, I just kind of forget it. Um, but I mean, that, that is, that is, that is great stuff. And, you know, again, always inspiring and it's all, it's always, it's, it's so different when you actually know the person, you know, and <laughs> you see it. And that's why I, that's why for me, like, I, I'm glad that we remain in contact because you know, it, it, it helps to keeping uh, people like yourself around me to, um, you're, you're a lot like those that you surround, you surround yourself, yourself with. And, yeah. Right. And it's funny you say, you talk about three and a half years and, you know, one of the things that made me think of was like the whole thing when they talk about a business, like three to five years is what it usually takes. And the thing that I love about where you are now and, you know, all that you have accomplished is 
and like your mom said, like, yeah, in that, in that amount of time, yeah, you, you've done a lot. You're, you're, you're doing it. <laughs> and you're, you're, I think it's cool. You know, you, you really, you really hit the ground running with this, you know, and, you know, made some serious headway. So, and, and that, and cause I, I, you know, I, I think about, I'm like, wow, three, three and a half years, like, and she's done all of this. Like, I, I just remember like some of the stuff you, you, uh, you shared that you're doing and I'm just like, oh man, oh, this? Oh, okay. Well, that too? Oh, okay. Oh, uh, she's on a roll. <laughs> like, trust me. I talk, like, you're, you're one of the, you're one of the people I talk about, uh, or I, I'll, I'll say brag about to a, to a, uh, to a lot of my friends and so what. Oh, uh, thank you. Because it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, it, it, you know, it's like, yep. Yep, I remember we went to school together, and I you know, I go to I try to make sure I get up there as much as I can and hang out and check mm-hmm. in. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, and you know I was I was thinking about this too, you know, this morning when I was just thinking about you know having you as my guest, as far as like that, honestly. So you know, let's take it back to you know Northwest. Yeah, I will say probably the class your class two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Your class, I would say, and maybe it's it, it might be a little bias here because you know I was you know I was right there with you guys year behind you know so I've I've seen it all and of course more prone to be keeping in contact with you guys more than any other class well including the class right behind me but I think you your class it, I will say has really like came out and, and and set things on fire like you you guys are really doing things i'm i mean uh because you know of course you got yourself and you know i had uh kevin's uh kevin mitchell surf on here and of course you know you have oh, Devin yeah. and yeah yeah like it's you know I, and i tell i talked to them about this as well it's like it's just so cool to you know to, to to watch a lot of you guys and there's 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 other people too who i haven't mentioned you know just to watch you guys like do you know be out here doing your thing and you know your art you know living and really taking it to the next level and getting that professional recognition now so i i just i, th- I just think that's super dope and i think it's that's why it's so special to me to you know to have been around you guys and uh, you know still keep in contact with you all to to and you know to see where everybody is i'm like man this is a this is a great story i know we all we always talk about when everybody you know when it gets to that point everybody's made like yep oh yeah i went this we all went to school together <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know like these are some you know these are some um you know you got some, some serious people and you know serious about your craft and it shows in the work that you all do and i'm i'm just really impressed with you and everybody else and um you know really proud of you guys and really really proud to say that i i know all of you and you know we all went to school together so yeah definitely so i guess what's 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 next for you so i finished a movie uh called farewell Mm -hmm. it's a horror movie and uh it was written and directed uh, and produced by chris chalk again uncg Mm -hmm. alum and yeah, so I guess be on the lookout for that. It should be coming out okay. of, or it's going to be available soon, hopefully, uh, for you guys cool. to see it. Great um, stuff, great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess, so do you see yourself? I, I feel like I may have asked you this too. I feel like I asked you this last time. Um, I was in New York, actually. Uh, but I guess LA. 
Yeah. Is that on the radar? Um, possibly. Okay. I'm not going to get too much into detail, but I will say, uh, I know inevitably, probably yes, but it's a matter of a job taking me to LA because I'm not going, well, I'm not going to say I'm not, never say never, but I don't want to move yeah. to LA without a job first. Um, okay. ma- mainly because, uh, I already have like a niche here in New York and I know, right, right. like I have my go-tos in New York and right. LA, I don't really know anybody versus me, I guess them seeing my face via an email or self tape or something. But, right, um, right. I mean, my manager's in LA, but like, uh, as far as industry folks go, I know a lot of people in, in New York. Um, right. But I know, yes, yes. To your question, yes. I know inevitably I will be in L.A., yes. Cool. Well, I mean, you're going about it the smart way, obviously, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And, you know, okay. when the time comes, you'll make that <laughs> you'll make that leap. <laughs> I'm, man, I'm, I'm excited for you. I've always been excited for you. I'm, I'm excited to see where things go. I guess uh, any, any projects that are out now um, that uh, you want, people to go check out any uh you know social media and go ahead let everybody know where they can find your work and all that kind of good stuff uh sure so instagram is ashley sharp chestnut and then i guess for seeing some of my tv works uh i think gotham and the mysteries of laura are available on netflix um and i believe homeland is available on showtime still uh season six Oh, as far as the Broadway shows, you can go to the link. If you're in New York, you can go to Lincoln Center and <laughs> watch me there. And then what else have I been in? And then, oh, I, Farewell is going to be coming out soon. And then I think that's it. Yeah. So, I mean, if not, okay. go to IMDb, type in my name, uh, Ashley with an I, A-S-H-L-E-I. And my credits are on there and you'll be able to see the different things that I've been in. Ooh, IMB. Oh, she official for real. She said my credits okay. will be on there. <laughs> hey, y'all. <Chill>. Don't... <laughs> Yo, you, you official official. <laughs> 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 so you guys know where to find her. Go check her out. Again, uh, she dropped her social media. So if you need to go rewind and, you know, take notes, definitely do so. Again, IMDB, you'll find the credits on there. You can find all her works. And if you're in New York, definitely go and check her out. I know I'm going to have to get up there for uh, one of those shows one of these days. So I'll, you know, I'll follow you anyway. So I'll definitely be on the lookout <laughs> for that. And again, if you're listening and you haven't done so, Make sure to go follow The Sane Show, the show about nothing and everything. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, Sane underscore show, S-A-N-E underscore show. And then you can find us on Facebook, The Sane Show. And then we're on all major streaming platforms. So make sure to give us a listen, like, follow, share, subscribe. Appreciate you all You know, continuing to tune in from the U.S. to Canada to the U.K. to Germany, Panama. Australia and everywhere else in the world that I may have forgotten to shout out. Oh, Belgium too. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. This is the Shane Sane show show about nothing. Everything episode 24 with Ashley sharp chestnut. I got it right. <laughs> um, <laughs> until next time. See you guys. 
Love you guys. And again, the live recording April 27th at Coco in the direct during the heart of Uptown Charlotte. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Tickets are now available on Eventbrite. Make sure to get yours. They are free, so you have no excuse not to even show up. And so, again, until next time, this is the same show, episode 24, and we're out.